ours goes in front, right? Yeah. But theirs is like uh, under and up. Did you think I'm, it was just plastered on the front? Yeah, I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought. Have... They say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Hi, Chris. I'm okay. How are you doing? Awful. I've had a very bad week. Mm. I got the vid. The vid. I avoided it for two and a half years. I even had it in the same house as me. I didn't get it. And now, this week, I finally got it. What does it feel like? It's awful. I woke up Thursday. No, Wednesday. Symptoms kind of started Tuesday. We'll start there. Where I was like, ah, I kind of feel sick. Tested on Wednesday. Didn't test positive, but I felt like something wasn't right. And then I woke up Thursday and just the fever had come on full-fledged, 102, body aches galore. It was a nightmare. And then body aches continued into the next day with a headache. Headache has been going on for like three or four days now. So that's awesome. I have one now. My voice might sound a little different. That's because I've been coughing. I'm a little congested. But every day I've gotten a little better. So, I mean, that's the positive, I guess. If I cough at any point, I apologize for you guys listening. I'm going to try to lean away as far as possible. I have one coming now. (coughs) That's the COVID. But we don't miss an episode. We move on. What was your feeling when you got the result and you saw that it was COVID? I was like, oh, shit, I got to tell the people I was around and hopefully no one else gets it. Because then I, there's always like a guilty feeling of, oh, I was feeling kind of bleh, but I still like went to work and did other things. I didn't think it was COVID. I feel like it, it had been so long since I had heard of people getting COVID that I was like, yeah, it's over. We're good. So Yeah, it's super out of fashion now yeah i i'm always late on things fashion trends you know music covid that's just me that's uh, totally my style so you told the people yeah i had to tell where how'd that go well i i told uh my work and they're like do you mind if we use your name we don't have to use your name i was like you could tell them just so they know and they have an understanding of how close they were to me himself this guy <coughs> but um yeah i haven't really talked to any of them because i haven't been in the office but yeah well so i don't know how people still feel about covid or or you feel but like did it feel any more serious because it was positive for covid than it would have if you were the same exact sickness but it wasn't covid no i I feel like we have a pretty good understanding of it now. Like if this had happened when we first learned about COVID, I'd be freaking out thinking I was going to die. But uh, I was just like, ah, COVID, got to tell work. Can't leave the house. This sucks. I will say, though, this is non-COVID related. I was going through it today. Um, As I've talked about before, I'm a pot smoker on this show. Um. Not smoking, because obviously I uh, have COVID. 
So I decided to dabble with some edibles. And I've had this kind before, and it doesn't really do much. It's very, very light. It's like before bed. It's like five milligrams. So I took the five, and I've taken it a few times. It doesn't really do anything. So today I was like, I'm going to double it, which isn't a lot. Ten milligrams isn't a lot. But it was for me today. And uh, Michelle wasn't home. She hasn't been home since early in the morning. She doesn't have COVID. She's good to go. Been testing. She's fine. She's had it, so she has the antibodies. So she's on Block Island. I'm home alone. And for some reason, my anxiety just starts going nuts. I, I order food and I started like panicking. Like, I don't know why I was getting nervous about the food coming, but I was. And then I was like, I got to call Michelle. She's not going to be home for a while. She's on an island. And I just started freaking out in my head. And I was like, I just got to go play video games. Relax. You'll be good. But I got through it. <laughs> it was one of those things, but I got I got through it. And you know what? It was probably heightened because I couldn't go anywhere and no one could help me because I have COVID. I, I like how you said I got anxiety for some reason. Maybe because you doubled your dose of edible marijuana. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I know that was for sure the reason. But <laughs> yeah. like there was no like thing yeah. in the back of my head where I was like, this I need to do this or I need to fix that. Like there was nothing that was actually stressing me out. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, but when that happens to you, you start creating these like false narratives in your head to like build you up. Like I was nervous about recording tonight because it was four, like fucking four o'clock and I was like, I'm going to go to bed. I don't, I hope I can make it tonight. I hope, I hope I don't fall asleep on Kyle. I know exactly what you're talking about. Even yeah. down to like ordering food and that making you anxious. It's, that's so funny, but so relatable. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Oh fuck. I ordered food. And I ordered way too much food, obviously. What'd you get? McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not happy, but I'm yeah. in, I'm in recovery. Yeah. That's another thing. Since I haven't been able to leave the house, I thought I'd like lose my appetite or something. I thought COVID would have been a great opportunity for me to drop a few. I've been eating more than than ever right now. And um I'm not happy. I would have preferred to drop a few. But food is comforting. It alleviates boredom. Yeah, and I'm just so bored. I was like, I wasn't even hungry, and I'm like, well, I don't feel like playing FIFA or any other video game. I can only scroll my full phone for so long. Let me order some food. Yep. So that was my day today. Freaking out for no reason. <coughs> Sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I have a headache because the edibles did wear off and uh, the COVID pains are back. But uh, enough about me. You are in a new spot and it looks like you're on a goddamn cruise ship. Yeah, this is an interesting view, huh? Yeah. Looks like you're on a cruise yeah, ship or like... it looks like a stock background that you put so people can't see like your office. Yeah, I guess you'd call them full pane windows and then there's the ocean behind me. I went, um, we started out we were trying to record from the, the pool, uh, but the, the kids just made it quite impossible. Yeah, Kyle thought uh, we would be fine recording a podcast at a family pool. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. The second you came on, I just heard kids screaming. I was like, I don't think this is going to work. That would have been in the background literally the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. Now, yesterday we went to um, a waterfall, which um, is, is – it's funny how things – like the first waterfall you go to in a while, it's like, damn, it's a, a majestic piece of nature. But then you see four of them in a couple of weeks and you're like, oh, it's a waterfall. 
Yeah, I feel like you're just doing waterfalls uh, every day. Anything can become. It's like um, it's like waterfalls, hills, and beaches. Basically, those are the three things that we're gonna go see. And uh, waterfalls, beaches, and hills. And yeah, you get kind of uh, tolerant to the beauty. Um, yeah. And and this, I noticed this first on on this hill, uh, which is really beautiful. But I just I just said it, I said it to Tika. I was like, I think I think this is super beautiful, but it just seems normal right now. You're like over. if we had seen this one first, I think I would have lost my mind, but we saw that other one first. And now this one just seems kind of normal. But um, all that said though, the, the waterfall yesterday was definitely my favorite one so far. It was like, um, you ever go to the Saco river? No, I've heard good things. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And in, in New Hampshire, it probably stretches to other States too. I don't know. But um, the reason I bring it up is because it's like, there's some waterfalls. We, we went to a couple that are just one waterfall um, in a river. Or I guess they're always in rivers. I don't know. But this Maybe. one was a series of waterfalls. So waterfall here, you climb a little bit, go a little further, another waterfall, a little bit. And, and there's this big one. And right when we got there, I was like, do you think you can jump off that? Like, I, I don't want to. It's pretty high. <coughs> I was immediately curious. And uh, you never anyway. want to be the guy to test if it's okay to jump. Exactly. That's exactly it. Exactly. I, I, I love jumping off stuff, but I have to have somebody go before me. Yeah. You got to see it in uh, action. You can't just take someone's word for it. Exactly. And uh, we stayed there for a little while, took our pictures. I went swimming. It was too cold for her. Um, kind of explored around. Cause it was like, again, it was like a nice scenic location. There was plenty of stuff to do. <laughs> And then at the end, it was kind of just us because we got there late. Most of the people had left. And then there was only these kids. I think they live there. There's like a small village um, kind of on the side of the bank. And this little girl, she had to be like 10 years old or younger. She just gets on the top of the waterfall and just leaps off. And I was like, damn, that little girl's a badass. You let the 10-year-old test it, she huh? did that. Yeah, as soon as she did that, I was like, uh-oh, I think I got to do it now. <laughs> yeah, and you did it? Uh, I went up there, and it was super scary. Um, and this 10-year-old just did it? Yeah, hey, fuck you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have a, a – my thing is, as a kid, you're a little more reckless because reckless you don't fully understand the potential consequences. I think there's some of that going on. Yeah. 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 And the biggest thing for me is not the height uh, at all. It's the fact that you have to kind of clear the rocks of the waterfall. If you slip, right? a foot goes out when you, you plant, like, see, you start thinking about all that. Fuck that. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking about. And of course, um, well, to give it kind of a kind of a picture you're not running on the side of the waterfall and jumping, you're, you're jumping off the waterfall. So the rocks that you're stepping on, there's a, there's a high potential for slip. Um, yeah. And she kind of demonstrated a couple of times. There was this old guy telling me, no, just go do it. Just do it. Which also made me think of the difference between here and America. I was just thinking like, if this was in America, there'd be a million signs saying, do not jump. Yeah. Like, forbidden. Like, we right? pray you don't jump. Like it's not going to go yeah. well. For you. <laughs> here, the guy that's like kind of, I guess you could say he's watching the waterfall. He's like, cause he was like taking money for entrance and whatever, but he's just like, no, go ahead, do it. 
And um, I was up there for at least a few minutes, just kind of like looking down because Tika was down there and this girl is like, she already did it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. But the longer I stood up there, and this, this is kind of stupid. This is really stupid, actually. But the thought that came through my head eventually wasn't even that I wanted to jump. I did want to jump. I love jumping off stuff. But the predominant thing that was in my head was now I have to do it because it's too embarrassing. Everybody knows that I want to do it. And if I don't do it at this point, I'm going to be humiliated. So at some point in my head, I don't even, I don't know how the decision switched because I was totally in, like, I don't want to do this mode, but somehow I just went, okay, I'm doing it and jumped. And yeah, it was fine. But it was a moment. You're breaking up a little bit. You're very frozen on zoom right now in a very, sassy manner Uh i can still hear you that's fine we might just have to release this one audio only which we do most of the time anyway because i forget to fix the youtube but you're back and smiling and blinking so unfrozen now yeah i mean did you have that feeling of like you were happy that you did it after you did it oh yeah yeah, yeah, like those moments where you're like, oh, I shouldn't do this. This is a bad idea. You you go through all the negatives in your head and then you do it. You make that jump metaphorically and literally in the situation. And you kind of have like that huge rush of relief and like that thought of, thank God I did that. I would have missed out if I didn't, you know, take that chance. I've had that happen not a lot recently because I'm not much of a risk taker anymore. But when I was a kid and like d- jumping or climbing shit, it was one of those like, oh, that was so sweet. Thank God I did that. Actually, I had that feeling last time, the first time we went on a roller coaster. I didn't want to. Yeah. That's- yeah. Yep. Yeah, I guess in situations like where you could really get hurt and the chances are high, then, man, it just might not be worth it. I don't know. When I look back at it yesterday, like, maybe it wasn't worth it, but I'm still glad I did it. Yeah, you're here. It's kind of a weird feeling, huh? I guess it's like gambling and it paid off. Yeah, except, yeah, yeah, I would say. But do you really want to gamble with your health and safety? Oh, it would have been miserable too. Like not not only just getting injured, um, but the process of getting out of there while injured would have been, I don't even know what would have happened because it was, uh, I mean, not only are you in the middle of a waterfall, let's, let's say I just broke my leg and I'm there. I would have had to somehow get up five minutes of stairs, like steep rock stairs. And then we parked our bike down this narrow shitty dirt path that went for like two miles. And then after that, it was like an hour and a half drive through cliffs and stuff back to the hotel. And I don't even know if there's any hospitals around here. Oh, man. And I can't imagine that hospital is going to fix that leg properly. You'll be walking sideways for the rest of your life. (laughs) So I don't know. Yeah. And I I was thinking about that, too. Like the the amount of faith that we're putting in our bike. Because we just rented this bike and it wasn't even in good condition when we got it. Like the the side view mirror is broken. The brakes were not good when he gave it to us so we had to say can you please fix these because they're just not working properly as brakes which you yeah. like on, on a bike that's um, pretty important i think <laughs> yeah and dude uh i, I mean I, I know i've described these kind of roads before to you but um it's just so many rocks and 
potholes and all sorts of shit. It's kind of a miracle that we don't get a flat tire every single time we drive. So I was having that thought too. Like we're, we're like an hour and a half from home, probably like 50, 60 miles. Just like, man, we are putting a lot of faith in the idea that these tires won't rupture because if they do, I'm sure we'll figure it out, but it's going to suck. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess that's part of it. And I saw Antika's Instagram story, you going over a bridge that wasn't even like fully completed. There was just holes all over. I was like, what are you doing? That was fucking <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few of these things. Huh? I forgot about that one. Yeah. This bridge, it had, <laughs> first of all, it's, it's too narrow for a car at all. It's probably too narrow even for two bikes, but um, it had three narrow beams spanning the length of the bridge. And then across those beams were just these planks. And in some of those areas, there were no planks. They were just gone. And in a couple of them, they were broken. So in those areas, the only way was to make sure that the bike's tire was perfectly flush with the middle beam. And uh, when we first got up to it, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. And she's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I would have just, just been like, no, it. we're leaving. That's it for me. Yeah. But it's another one of those things you described where it's like after afterwards, just like felt really proud and happy and relieved. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. A lot of these things here. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle it. Um, switching gears here. So I don't know if you saw, I posted this uh, link for this, like uh, anonymous messages. Uh, to see if we could get any questions for the show and it was a wash because it's just people trolling me specifically Aww, what but did they say? oh um well the first one was how tall are you that has nothing to do with the show that's weird um we did get one good one um someone said Hold his on, water i don't want to i don't want to breeze past this just try to get into the mentality of where that question is coming from. Because that's not a troll question. But who, 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 why ask it? Yeah, who is asking it? They're anonymous. And why? It's very interesting. They probably don't even listen to the show. I've, I've learned that pretty much all of our listeners, I don't think, like there's a handful of our friends that actually listen, but most of our listeners are people we have no idea who they are. Which is right. a cool thing, you know. It's good. It means we're legit. Um, How tall are you, though? All right. Six foot. Um, is water wet? That's a stupid debate. Don't ask those questions. Here's why water's not actually wet. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I also, I think I just hate anyone who has a, a very strong opinion for the sake of being a contrarian. Mm, that's me sometimes. Like the pineapple on pizza debate anyone who thinks very like oh no fuck that as soon as pineapple and pizza even gets mentioned it's just so annoying to me because that debate is so cliche and it's like it's like people pretend to care about it i think that's what you're talking about right yeah when people pretend to care about it so much like fuck you nobody cares no one cares so fuck that question uh we did get two interesting questions though (laughs) so i think this one was steve can we be besties and then I didn't answer it because a lot of people answer these, put them on their stories. And then the next one said, don't leave me unopened. <laughs> so the next one was and a threat. You did. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but we'll get into the question that I think is actually kind of good. 
what is the stupidest thing you thought as a kid? And I don't think they're asking in a way of like, oh, vampires are real. Um, I guess my answer would be thinking my parents were caring people, good people. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or like, yeah. So I know it's a tough one. I probably should have laid these on you prior to us getting on here. I didn't mm. think about that. But stupidest thing you thought. Yeah, that could be a that's a loaded one. Just, yeah, it could be like something serious like that, or it could just be something <coughs> trivial that you just thought was Yeah. True. I'm sure they maybe they want both answers. So do you have one like a trivial one? Just something stupid. This is really stupid, but the first thing that came to mind was just like the way sex works. Yeah. Um, you, just to like go off that, do you remember the South Park episode where Cartman was trying to act like a pro and he's like, yeah, you just stick it in and then you pee? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, there was kids like that. There, there was absolutely kids like that. Yeah. And, you just stick uh, it in and pee, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, I remember thinking like, like our, ours goes in front, right? Yeah. But theirs is like uh, under and up. Did you think I'm, it was just plastered on the front? Yeah, I thought it was like, <laughs> I thought having sex was, you make like a plus sign, right? You're like, oh, okay. or, or just, yeah. You're you cutting just, a piece of paper in half. It would work better that way if you think about it. It's kind of stupid the way it is now. Uh, it depends. I mean, if you're just sticking to one regular old position. Unless you're just sure. a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Oh, yeah. There would be a lot less uh, variety if it was like that. That's yeah. a good point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I d- that's pretty stupid. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is funny. But I feel like a lot of kids like kids related to that. It's just plastered on the front. Do you want me to give like a, like a, hmm, like a really cliche influencer answer? Let's hear it. All right. One of the stupidest things I thought when I was a kid was that people actually were noticing um, my insecurities and my flaws. The truth is that everybody's just so worried about themselves that you can be free. You don't have to worry about what's bothering you. But, but when I was a kid, I, I was always worried about how other people saw me. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's still today. I was going to say that that's still, that's still yeah, here. It can go away. Yeah. So it's just, you think it was stupid to think it as a kid and you still think it as an adult. I do as but that's well. A, that's a good influence there. That's a really good influence there, though, right? I like how you even soften, like softened your voice to say it because you can be free. <laughs> so I want you to do me a favor and clip that. We'll put it on the TikTok that we haven't used in months and I think it'll go viral. Oh, I, it has to. There's no, if we put yeah, like I'll some sort of track behind it that's popping right now. Yeah. And yeah. people think I speak that way normally. Yeah, they're going to think, and especially, like, you got the look. You got the hair, you got the look, you got the location. You, you oh, got yeah, I got to take advantage of this. Yeah, you got to be sitting outside with some, like, meditation music going and just spewing bullshit. Your TikTok through the roof. I can do that. <laughs> Let's just turn our TikTok into you doing, like, self-help stuff that's, like, very cliche and see how far it takes us. It's not that big of a stretch. <laughs> and, and then they come to... <laughs> <laughs> that's rude and then they come to our podcast and they're like oh it's kind of true but they're also kind of 
idiots. Um, just talking about the dicks and yeah. We got another good question. The most embarrassing thing you've ever done. Hmm. I can start. Please. Uh, well, it didn't end up being embarrassing because it never went through. But I think I might have even told the story on the pod before. Mm. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, we were talking about this other person who is, you know, it's a very shallow conversation. The guy isn't, you know, the most attractive. And I'm not saying I'm a prize. I'm not. But this guy, you know, his face is just not, not it. But he had a very attractive girlfriend. Very attractive girlfriend. And I was like, this guy must have money. And we were just talking about, you know, girls dating guys with money. Not saying they all do. Not a blanket statement. But I went to take a screenshot on the Instagram and send it over to my friend so he could kind of see what was going on. And instead, I sent it to the person who I was talking about. Ooh. Yeah, it is. It's someone that I hadn't like talked to like in years. But I sent the screenshot of a picture on his Instagram that wasn't even like new or recent it was something that's been there for like a year or two <coughs> and uh my heart dropped and i was talking to someone on the xbox headset and he could hear the panic in my voice and it was our good friend pete so he immediately started laughing at me dying uncontrollably at my misery and then i got the pop-up that said not delivered what did you send exactly just a screenshot from the kid's Instagram of a picture that was like two years ago with no context. Okay. So it wasn't actually like, um, the, the point was that you were going to say, well, how does this guy get this girl? But you didn't actually say that in the message. The message was just kind of an out of context screenshot that would have likely confused him. Yes. And I was going through the things in my head of how can I get out of this? They were at some event and I wanted to, right, I was just going to say, was that this time? Cause I was there. If they had been like, dude, what's up? Of course. Yeah. I, I was already spinning the wheels before I got the not delivered sign. And even after, because sometimes it says not delivered and it did get delivered. Well, I hate to be that guy, but um, mine is uh, actually, I started thinking about it before you started telling yours. So okay. this is kind of a coincidence that it's in the same vein, but uh, it is way, way, way worse. I'm, I'm here for it. Oh, Embarrassing I, stories it, are always so fun. Oh, it's so... It's like beyond embarrassing to shame. And, and just it's cringy, awful. I bet. Really cringy. Oh, <laughs> oh, I can't even like think about it. Like I'm thinking about it right now and my heart's like going a little bit. Ugh. All right, let's hear it. Oh, man. So in Texas... Um, Steve moved in with me. This is probably 2017. Shout out, Steve. Yeah. And uh, we had a really awesome time for a few months. Um, we were just doing so many things, meeting new people, dating, going to these places, everything. And um, then after a while, um, we kind of like, I think we were just doing so much stuff that our energy kind of dropped after a while. And I ended up getting pretty depressed. 
And uh, I was also out of work. That probably contributed. Anyway, he went home for, I think it was Christmas. And I was by myself. And uh, I smoked some weed. And I got a little drunk. Just by myself. Just being a depressed guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I took a trip down memory lane through uh, me and Steve's conversation. Um, or I think it was Facebook Messenger. Uh, could have been whatever. But and uh, I was actually like going through and seeing the things we had done together, the things we had talked about. It was kind of lifting my mood because I was it was in a depressed, shitty mood. But I was like, oh, reminiscing. Like, oh, this was awesome. This was cool. Yeah, yeah. And I screenshotted a bunch of like the funniest and most like dramatic moments of our conversation just i wanted to remind him my idea was like oh look look what we've been through together yeah and uh, i think where this is going i uh, i was attempting to send it to steve but instead i sent it to our entire uh co-ed softball team <laughs> <laughs> our entire co-ed softball team it <coughs> was formed at the apartment complex we lived in so it was oh. our neighbors, the staff there, like my girlfriend. <laughs> and it was just a, a best friend booklet. Look at how. And I'm sure there was a lot of stuff said there that you wouldn't want other people to see. Almost exclusively. All of it was <laughs> extremely personal, like extremely personal. And I had that same type of moment you had with Pete because uh, I called Steve immediately. I said, oh, my God, I fucked up. What, what do I do? What do I do? Because that's not good for Steve either. No, it's not. There was actually a girl that he was seeing there too. And like, that was not public knowledge. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. (laughs) And uh, I'm on the phone. I'm like, is there anything I can do? Well, you can try to delete it. Um, I don't know if you know this, but you can't really delete Facebook Messenger messages. Or um, maybe in a group chat, it's different. But it it was just not possible. And um, that was... Oh, it was one of the worst nights of my life because it was just knowing that people saw this <laughs> and there's nothing I can do except just endure and uh, nobody said anything. I think um, they were, did they still like hang out with you and stuff regularly? I don't remember. I think I avoided them like hardcore. In fact, that was probably a, a really big factor of why I left that apartment complex and even why I left the United States. <laughs> you the real the real reason comes out 67 or 68 episodes in the real reason kyle left the united states is because too many people had too much on him and he had to get out yeah it sounds funny and it is it's like it's kind of a joke but it's also not like the, just the embarrassment from that like i had to get out of there oh wow. it was awful that is i wonder if any of them listen to this podcast probably not Maybe not. Well, if you do, shout out. You like to come on and talk about what you saw in that folder? We would love to have oh, you. No, no, we would love. To uh, have there's, you. there's not many things that I, I can't have, but that's that I can't have that. Ah, uh, it's just too much. No, that is not good. That is that is not good. You said these questions were a wash, but <laughs> you had a couple of good ones. Yeah, not bad. Um, was there another one? I mean, I've, I've also done embarrassing stuff like, you remember Capstone Project? I have anxiety with public speaking and stuff, and I was about to go do my final project. And my cousin Tom, real prick, slaps me on the back and goes, 
I heard you're going to fail, bud. And I just puked. Really? Yeah, just threw up. Where? Like, not in front of people, though, right? This was, like, uh, beforehand? No, so I was in the hallway. People, it was in between periods. I went, <laughs> and then I held it all in my mouth and just sprinted to the bathroom. Ugh. Yeah. That must have tasted good. Yeah, no, I can still taste it. Like 10 years later. Yeah, and the thing with these these moments, too, I'm realizing is, like, I they stay know with you. more. They stay with you, but also the opposite. Sometimes you block them out. Yeah. Um, because I, I can feel some, but I just can't bring them to memory. I know stuff happened, but I just, yeah, I just blocked it out successfully. Yeah. And that's probably the case for a lot of people. I was never, I, you know, I didn't get embarrassed much. No, I probably got embarrassed a lot. A lot. Yeah. But yeah. And it's just like, um, it's just like Nick was kind of discussing on that, uh, the, the latest podcast we did with him, therapist Nick we were talking about uh, childhood trauma and stuff. And it's not even necessarily about how bad the event was in reality. It's just about how bad it was for you in that moment. So something could have happened to you that was really no big deal looking back on it or from an objective standpoint. Like even the story I told, maybe somebody's like, well, that's no big deal. But to me in that moment, it was awful. And, and that's, that's really what leaves the mark. It's how bad it was for you in that moment. I do want to say, I don't think many people would say yours was not a big deal. Knowing the type of people you and Steve are, knowing the kind of conversations you would have, especially, what, 10 years ago? Uh, I wish. It was like four or five. Maybe. Okay. (coughs) Yeah, that's that's not one of those ones that's not that bad. No one would say that. Oh, another thing we should address. Sorry uh, for me drinking last episode. It was 4th of July. Um, I was worried. I didn't listen back. I get nervous. You said there was only one thing that I might want to cut out. I said, leave it in. That's fine. So I apologize for the mumblies. If you were listening to that episode for the first time, uh, as a first time listener, that's not how it always is. All right. Chris has cleaned up his act a little bit since we started. (laughs) So that's true. Yeah, there was a, there was a time when you were um, pretty regularly a little bit tipsy on podcasts, pretty much every time. I needed it for uh, confidence to be able to talk and be. I thought I had to be entertaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm way more entertaining if I have a drink or two. And you are pretty entertaining when you have a drink or two. I, I enjoyed your last podcast. Yeah, I, I let it. I let it fly a little more. And I think that's what you really appreciate. Because mm. you were like, oh, we saw the other side of Chris there for a second. <laughs> you prick. Um, I was kind of surprised you kept that in, too. I mentioned this before. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised that... Well, okay, so what we're discussing was your your, um, your comment about OnlyFans. Uh, workers? Should we call them workers? Or? Yeah. Okay. But uh, I was just surprised that that didn't bother you. But your your justification was, well, you went you kind of went back on it right away, which is... It's true. Yeah, I don't actually think that. We're allowed to say things that we think are funny. And if you're offended and you are one of those workers, I apologize. I'll subscribe for a few months to make up for your pain and suffering. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do that. Um, 
what else is new? I still haven't found a therapist. Have you tried? No. Nope. Yeah. I'll make I'll put that on my list this week. Things to do. And I'll tell Michelle and she'll make sure I do. So I'm gonna call the office this week. Yeah, my sister brought that up too. I had a video call with her the other day and um we were discussing because I was uh I had been thinking about coming back home for a bit this year. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to anymore, but what I, the I've hell? been thinking about it. Hey, hey, come on. No, hey, hey, come on. Hey, hey, come on. No, you hey, hey, come on. Uh, Think about how much fun we'd have. But part of the reason I was thinking about it, I know, I know, come on. All right, go ahead, go ahead. If it happens, it happens. You'll, you'll be one of the first to know. I know, I know. But um, part, of the, part of the reason I was thinking about coming home was health insurance um, mm-hmm. or therapy specifically because... This is my internet's unstable. You can still hear me, right? Yeah. The video is cutting out. We'll just do audio okay. only for this, but whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about going home specifically so I could do therapy, maybe some sort of uh, evaluation or something. And uh, yeah, when I kind of decided against that, I just forgot all about it. And my sister was like, oh, so you're just going to... I like what she said. She said, oh, she's just going to ride the wave. Yeah. That was a very succinct kind of artistic way of putting it. It's like, uh, yeah, I guess so for now. <laughs> Yeah, fingers crossed. Yep. It's fucked up. I hate that. I mean, we can get real political here and start talking about the U.S. healthcare system and how it's bullshit, but it's bullshit. You tell yeah, me I got to pay. Knows. I got to pay every single paycheck just so when I get hurt, I can pay more. Huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's just so obviously bad. Yeah. Oh, and even like, uh, like with like uh, medications for people, like if they don't have insurance, like they could have medication that they need to take that they just can't afford because they don't have insurance. But I don't know if you've heard of Mark Cuban. He's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks and also on Shark Tank. He started a company that sells prescription drugs online so he'll do the typical market like 15 percent markup and then sell it at cost so he's not really doing it to make a bunch of money he's doing it so people can have access to the medications that they need so they cut out the middleman um with the prescription drug big pharma if you will and then i they saw that, that way. i thought i think yeah, that's, that's fucking cool. awesome finally someone yeah. with money that's just like hey Let's do this and make life easier. Putting it to some good use. Man, imagine if um, imagine if he effectively changed the entire market that way. Like, I don't know how big his operation is, but if he scaled it big enough, he could he could make the other companies come down, couldn't he? Because nobody would buy from them. I feel like he's that, uh, that it could eventually happen unless Big Pharma takes out their checkbook and completely crushes them somehow. Because yeah. it's just, I, I think it's an awesome thing that he's doing and I hope it gets some momentum and even sets the, like the stage for other um, corporations, I guess, businesses. Yeah, because that's, that's the only way those, um, those shitty monopolistic companies and groups of companies operate is they have to kind of artificially 
keep the price where it is. I think the same works like gas and petroleum and oil and stuff. Yep. Is they uh, they just set the price and then they all agree we're not going to sell under this price. Yeah. But they, they could. So if some huge company came in and, and like like Mark Cuban, if if he were able to do it on a big enough scale, you you would think that they would have to adapt. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. And Mark Cuban, we know you're listening, so just know you're welcome to come on the pod anytime if you want to discuss this. We know you're listening. And uh, I, I like Shark Tank too. Have you ever watched it? Oh yeah, <laughs> me and Michelle, we went on like a kick where we were just like watching Shark Tank, and it's always so cool when you watch the old episodes, and then it's like, oh, I've seen that product before. You froze. Yeah, up. yeah. Oh, okay. Shark you're here. Tank's funny. Um, Shark Tank's one of those things that makes people into. Uh, we lost you. You're back. You're back. That was weird. Yeah, you just dropped off. Just the whole window. There we go. Um, but you're still recording. No problem. Oh yeah, we're still recording. It just might be a little choppy. Um, have you seen the edit on? It was like a meme. Someone edited it because you know how sometimes they're like mean to the people. So yep. someone took the cuts and made it so it looked like they were being super mean to like this eight-year-old entrepreneur. I did see that. That was so it's funny. It's so funny, dude. I was crying. I want to watch that again, actually. Yeah. You're a loser. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> An eight-year-old kid. That's a, that's a great video. Well, let me get the, the title so we can tell the listeners. It's just like shark. I... I Found it on Instagram. I have it saved in my Instagram reels. So I'll pop it off to anyone who requests it. You just got to subscribe to the Patreon and I'll send a video. Kid gets destroyed on Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah. It's just so obviously fake, but it's so funny. Even in the thumbnail, it's just like, this is a cute little boy with comb blonde hair. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? Mr. W- Wonderful? Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking like an asshole getting ready yeah. to tear into him it's so funny but it's a great video oh god what's yeah. uh what's your wife doing on block island it was someone's birthday i was supposed to go today so i had the house to myself from 8 30 at night till now and i didn't like it especially because i couldn't leave and do anything else it was just you don't like it it was prison i got bored i got bored i got really really bored I thought, um, I don't know. I mean, huh. I think the outside force of you can't leave the house. Like you're like, I don't mind if I could leave the house, do my own thing. And, you know, but just being here stuck alone, not being able to leave kind of sucked. And with my energy levels, they're so low right now, like walking outside to get a jug of water out of the car and walking back in i was like i gotta take a break my energy well that's the funny that's the funny thing it's like it shouldn't have mattered if you could leave or not based on your energy levels right yeah but like i i don't sleep during the day like i can't nap Hmm. yeah so i was like i can't do anything but i'm too tired to like 
do something productive. Like, obviously I probably could have done something productive around the house, maybe read a book or do something else. But I did the easy thing of go from playing video games, go hang out with Ollie, scroll my phone, come play video games. And the, uh, the FIFA addiction is not really, uh, it's not capturing you the same these days. No, it's not the same. I, uh, I usually only play on weekends. I just, I haven't felt the want to, I'm so far I'm like into the game to the point where my team can't possibly be upgraded. So that takes a little bit away from the, the whole like gambling aspect of it of, Oh, I need to get these players to upgrade my team. There's not many players I can get now that'll actually fit into my team. That's it. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. That point when the illusion wears off. Um, so Tika and I got really addicted to this mobile poker app game you love playing mobile games yeah yeah and uh it's fun this is actually a good example of how um life on social media or what you might think it is and in life in real life so so yeah we are going to waterfalls and and driving off these or driving through these uh broken down bridges but we're also spending a lot of time just in the room and we were i was spending a ton of time playing this poker app zynga poker and they, they really optimized it with the, the bells and whistles, the things that spike your dopamine. They got like a free slot, uh, free slot machine you can spin every two hours. Oh, dude. Like yeah. So you check in every two hours. Yep. And That's- then uh, the thing is, they're really good at it. You're steadily growing your bankroll. So you start off with like 20 million chips or whatever. So you're starting, you're playing 1,000, 2,000 at the <coughs> poker, and it seems big. And then you get some more chips. There's even divisions where if you're in the top 10 this week, you move up. If you're in the bottom 10, you move down. It's like it's relegation. Yeah, they fucking get you. So for, I don't know, maybe two, three, yeah, probably two or three weeks, um, it was very compelling because my bankroll kept growing and the stakes were getting oh, bigger. Yeah. And actually, when I would sit down at like a big table, I would, I would get like, my heart would start going a little bit, a little bit of adrenaline. Yeah, you know? with it's, fake money. It's, it's fake money. It's big. Yes, exactly. But then, and I think this is the same thing that happened to you in FIFA, um, the illusion wore off. I just kind of, it kind of became more and more obvious to me. This is not leading anywhere. And, and that, that seems like an obvious statement, but it's not. Uh, the, the, the game tricks you. It tricks you into thinking like you're working towards something. You get to the next level and then it's going to be so cool. We, we've described this mechanism yeah, before. But there's always a next uh, level. Yes. So yes. that's the thing. Like when the new FIFA comes out, you'd think like I've built this team. That's what I was striving for throughout the whole thing. Now that I have it, I don't want to use it. I just want to go back and start from ground zero and start building another team. Cause I've got it all. Yep. And uh, I, I don't know, maybe we're lucky that when the illusion wears off, it doesn't really work on us because there's definitely some people that, still continue to play and, and even pay. Uh, we've talked about this too before. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's just not grabbing me anymore. And that's, I'm kind of thankful for that because there, there was a while where pretty much any free moment I got, I would just start playing that. I kind of want to download poker on my phone now, if I'm being honest with you. It's pretty fun. It is fun. It is. So I think yeah. I'm going to do that. World Series of Poker. I've already got it installed, actually. Um, yeah. So video games, not playing as much. I was exercising more, but then COVID uh, diet sucks. You know, the usual wave of my life. 
Yeah, me too, man. I, um, I originally saw this trip as something way different than what it was. And that's totally okay. It's, it's been awesome. And of course, reality is not always going to match what you're, what you're thinking of. I just, I pictured something totally different. I, I thought we were going to get one place for a month and kind of use that as our base. And I pictured myself, uh, the main reason I'm mentioning this is because I pictured myself eating healthier and exercising every day. It's tough if you're constantly moving. Not happened at all. Yeah, we've been moving probably every week on average. We've stayed in four or five different hotels so far. And um, yeah, I've, I've, I've exercised like three, four, five times the whole month. And uh, I've been eating fried rice almost every day. Mm. <laughs> so, Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, tough not, to not get into your routines if you never get like your living situation isn't in a routine so if that's not yep. routine how are you going to get into any other routine you can't yep exactly yeah the first place uh, we were there for like maybe 10 days and i was just starting to get into a routine <coughs> by the time we left it's like okay there's a beach here i can run on that beach the mm-hmm. pool is pretty good for swimming but then uprooted and, and then we were in this different place. And I'm like, okay, how do I work out here? And then I was like, okay, maybe I can do push-ups in the room. But that you can only um, and, go so far with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then now we're in this place and it's like, can't really run on this beach. This pool's got a bunch of kids in it all the time. So yeah, I'm just basically explaining why it's difficult. When uh, when when is the plan for back to Bali? Is that still not on the car on the table yet? No, it is. Um, so we paid up in this place until the 14th. And uh, after that, it'll be time. So probably the 14th or the 15th. All right. So the trip has come coming close to an end. How has the bonding experience been with you and your lovely lady? Been good. We've done a lot of stuff together. Yeah. Um, we handled the downtime all right. Uh, there's definitely some moments when I felt like I really need my own space um but then doing something like this or um just getting out of the room or or something yeah. it helps but um but still i'm gonna be i'm gonna be grateful for some alone time when we get back and it's not even because she's like annoying me or doing anything i just uh that's just the type just of person you are i'm just yeah i just need like a room with nobody else but me to, so i can just do nothing and feel my loneliness i feel like that's part of like the progression (laughs) of uh relationships really like especially for a guy like you that likes your own space that likes to do their own thing right when you get in the serious relationships and when you do start taking those next steps uh having your own space just comes in a different form like rather than you choosing i mean having your own space doing whatever you want to okay we have a shared space here's where I get my alone time and space that I need. Like you find different things like hobbies, podcasts, whatever. So you just find your own time in different ways, I guess. And you're just used to the, the way you're, you're at it. Were you ever the type though that like, uh, did you appreciate your alone time before living with Michelle or did you go through that progression, I guess is what I'm asking? Um, no, I feel like right when we started dating, we were just attached at the hip. Yeah, so you don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. 
And then all my other relationships before that were when I was like younger living at home. So it's not like I ever like had that alone time living just by myself or whatever. Yeah, because that um, the first thing I thought of when you said um, Michelle went to Block Island, I've been home all day and, and I and I hate it or whatever. I was like, really? Like you live with somebody and you got a day to yourself and you're not like loving that? Because that, that would be me in any situation where doesn't matter who it is whether it's a friend or someone i'm dating or family if i've been with people a lot i just really want that time when i'm just 100 lonely um i don't know maybe i've kind of shifted like in kind my old age too. and well that's the thing for me that's that's the norm now being around her all the time is the norm hmm and I don't know if that you were goes... saying you didn't really were you like that before those two? Um, what do you mean? Like needed to be around people all the time? Yeah, I guess so. Or or did you ever have that need for your own space? Um, yeah. I guess it's tough for me because even when I'm alone, typically, even when I was younger, I was never actually really alone because I was always like playing games with friends or something. So maybe I've just had this mm -hmm. illusion in my head of, oh, I like my alone time. When in reality, when my alone time involves friends just virtually, is, is it really alone time? Uh, maybe, maybe not truly. Yeah, maybe you don't, maybe you just don't need it the same way I do. And yeah, I think, I think a lot of people don't really understand it. I feel like my codependency has gone up as I've gotten older. Mm. And just more used to, you know, being in this, I mean, we live together, we're, now, we're married, we're together all the time. So now... When that's not there, it's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Well, it's funny, too, because I'm, I'm sure I, I know mine's connected to some psychological issues or whatever. But um, <laughs> I've, I've told I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but sometimes I'll have that grass is always greener mentality where. Like, uh, like this is a good example because we're still together, but sometimes Seek and I have spent a few days together or, or longer, and then I really want to be alone. But then as soon as I'm alone, I feel like I miss her. And it's, it's like this kind of weird grass is always greener thing. And that'll probably happen this time too. Like I'll probably get home be like, okay, I'm in my own room. Finally alone. Oh, damn it. I kind of miss her. Yeah. Cause then you're going to go to play poker and you're going to realize I don't really care about this game that much right now. Yeah. Tika. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Patrice O'Neill said that too. I, I, I related to him a lot, um, the late, great Patrice O'Neill, but he, he said something about how his loneliness was important to him. And that, that I've been thinking about that a little bit lately, about how, because uh, he was in a relationship, he was, he was living with his girlfriend, but he still really wanted his own space. And, and that's the phrase he used, his, his loneliness was important to him. Yeah. I don't know why that resonated so much. Some people like... I don't know. It's the same reason why, like, if you're sad, you listen to sad songs because you'd like to, like, sit in it and be there. I don't know. Mm. No, that, does, that doesn't make sense, really. Whatever. I got a fever. I'm burning up. I, I mean, I'm not thinking straight. You taking any meds for it? I would take. I think I need to take more because, honestly, I feel like I'm sweating right now and the AC is on, like, 70. Mm. Am I looking a little flush? A little bit. Yeah, I feel like really warm right now, but I've been mm. just cycling Tylenol and Motrin for the last couple of days. So you're doing nothing then. Tomorrow you're just going to rest again. That's it. Yeah. But 
maybe we should wrap this up because I am starting to feel pretty awful right now. And I got to go check the temp, make sure the fever is not back. Even if it was, what are you going to do? Take Tylenol and then put a nice pack on my head and get okay. naked. Yeah, yeah I got to get, I got to pop the top and I'm not doing that on camera. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, come on. All right. All right. All right. No, maybe when I lose a little, then we'll do all the podcast shirtless. But until that time. Yeah. All right. So thank you for tuning in. Kyle, do you have any last words? Sorry to cut it short. Mm, nope. All right. Cool. Oh, took all episode. This is life being bound to love.